Welcome to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFBA. Brought to you by EV Mobility. Here to keep you moving. For daily life, travel, or just having fun, visit GoEVMobility.com. Over the next hour, you'll be introduced to business and local leaders impacting our community. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756 or comment on Facebook at WFVA 1230. Now, the host of Town Talk, Ted Schubel. Mary Washington Physical Therapy, our focus this morning, and uh, Chris Brown, the Regional Director of Therapy, joins us in studio. Chris, it's great to meet you. Good to have you here this morning. Good morning. Uh, good morning. I'm glad to be here. Excited to talk about physical therapy. Physical, physical therapy is something I think that, that, that all of us probably can, can, can relate to. A lot of times, some, some, of, the, some of the topics we deal with are, are specific, and, and, and not everyone has, has dealt with them, but... Uh, for most of us, physical therapy is, is, is something that at, at some point or another we've, we, we've had to do. Yes. I mean, it, it, it comes in the, the, the lives of many people throughout uh, the, the generations. I mean, it, it can be from back pain and neck pain to injuries and, and so forth. So a lot of people do encounter physical therapy at some point. How did you get involved in this, Chris? <laughs> I was involved in physical therapy when I was young. So I, I injured myself, and a, a lot of physical therapists will tell you this. Uh, we generally are injured. We go into physical therapy. We see the environment and yeah. actually really enjoy the environment and then look for ways to get into it ourselves. Interesting. Have you seen from the time uh, – how many years have you been involved in this? Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I have been therapy now 19 years that I've been treating. Uh, so – it's been going for a little while. Have you seen that the things things have changed quite a bit? Because I just I, looking at the way sports are. Because I you, you think back like into the sports in the seventies, especially. I, I go back to when I was a, a kid and watching sports, and there were, there were certain kind of injuries that especially football players would get that in their career. And now there there are so many at least in at least in the athletic field where you have have injuries, and, and they're not that they're not so debilitating. Absolutely. Over the years, it's changed a lot. Just in my uh, career, it's become more aware of what all physical therapy can do and treat and rehab. I mean, healthcare in general has improved, but physical therapy, especially in the last uh, 10, 15 years, has really gone on a spree of doing evidence and research-based studies to learn the best quality treatments. And in doing so, we've learned a lot of things that have significantly improve the quality and the outcomes of, of what's going on. So, yes, there's been uh, – I, I was just talking that there was a uh, Kevin Durant with his Achilles injury. Right. You know, that was – I was just talking to my son the other day that that was career-ending, and now you've, you've got Kevin Durant, you know, you had Kobe Bryant. You know, there's a number of athletes that have come back from that and gone back to the high-level sport, which is just absolutely amazing. Oh, it is because I, I was thinking that those kind of injuries or, or even knee injuries have, have have changed a lot. Absolutely. Speaking as someone who is a uh, weekend warrior and tore both my ACLs playing basketball, I uh, had, had surgery with Dr. McDermott there at Mary Washington, and I'm all back playing basketball, even with those teenagers and 20-somethings trying to hang with them. Yeah, no. See, yeah, that, those were the kind of things that would just would lay you up, and you would, you know, you either have a limp or you just you you were just never the same. Absolutely, it's it's uh, come a long ways. The incisions used to be a foot long, and then uh, 
Yeah, you, like you said, you'd be in a cast and you wouldn't be able to move. Now we know therapy after ACL should be starting within the first week after the surgery. You're starting doing exercises, range of motion, and the outcomes are just phenomenal. That is interesting because there there there, there are certain things too that where you 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 look at older people that that have these huge scars from things, and and, and now it's it is it's it's, it's an incision almost. Absolutely. On my knees, I've got two little scope holes and a one little, maybe an inch long incision, and, and that's it. Uh, it. Technology has definitely improved, and again, even the rehab side of it uh, and knowledge has come a long ways. What was schooling like for you? What 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 kind of courses, when if, if someone's interested in getting involved in physical therapy, what, what kind of things do you have to do? So, you know, the, the best thing, if someone is ever interested in getting involved in physical therapy, the first thing I tell them is get in a clinic and shadow and volunteer, follow. Mm-hmm. That that was one of the first things I did back in, in high school because I was debating between being an orthopedic surgeon and PT. I followed a therapist, followed a surgeon, realized that PT is def- definitely my uh, scope of what I'm looking for. And then once you start getting into, into college, obviously, you're looking at a lot of sciences. So, yeah. I mean, it, it, there's going to be a good bit of sciences. Uh, but that being said, I've had a number of people who decided to change careers midway. And then obviously once you get into PT school, it's a lot of anatomy, uh, physiology, you know, movement mechanics, and then just a, a lot of different treatments, uh, based schooling. Are, are you always taking refresher courses or, or having to keep things up for certifications or anything? Absolutely. I mean, you're required for license wise to, to do continue edu- so much continue education, uh, every two years. Uh, that being said, you know our, our company, we really push uh, continue education money and, and suggest people to go on to further certifications. Uh, we have therapists who have orthopedic certifications, sports treatment certifications, manual certifications, uh, vestibular balance training certifications. And so we definitely push to have that extra continued level of knowledge. You mentioned weekend warriors, or, or like Monday mornings. Do you do you get more calls on Mondays of, of people who've done things over the weekend? Uh, yes and no. I mean, definitely weekend warriors. It's it's what we use the term of those that uh, are are in the office sitting and yeah. then think they're all star athletes on yep. the weekend and go out and overplay ourselves. But you know, a lot of times those injuries, they'll go see the doctor first. So that you know, the, the doctors may get more of those calls on Monday morning, uh, and then they come back to see us a, a few days later down the road. It, I guess one of the things you, you, you hear so often, uh, and you hear it from, and, and especially if you're in physical therapy, but just the importance of stretching before you do, and especially as you get older, I know, stretching is is, is, is important. And I don't always do that, and that's when I get myself in trouble. <laughs> yeah, so, so there's a little bit, this is one of those things that has changed with technology and okay. research of the years. So uh, you know, it used to always be stretched before you, before you do an activity or such. Um, they've actually shown in the research there's no difference of stretching before or not. The key is you need to stretch regularly to be loose to start with. So okay. it needs to be a daily routine that to prevent injury during activity, it's more important to have a 10-minute warm-up just of getting the blood flow going to the uh, body parts before participating. But that stretching right beforehand doesn't necessarily decrease risk of injury, but stretching every day in preparation so that you are – generally loose and flexible going into the activity definitely decreases your chance of injury isn't that interesting when you talk about changes and all that absolutely i mean that that's just been even since i i came out in my career you know 
I was always stretch, stretch, stretch. You know, and there's always debates over dynamic stretches and static stretches and all this yeah. sort of stuff. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it was, that research started coming out, and was, the key part is warming up before going full full speed at anything. Not that stretching doesn't hurt. You know, certainly stretching is definitely could be part of the plan, yeah. but really stretching needs to be a daily, regular exercise to prepare you for any activity. Yeah, interesting. When, when you're at a, like if, if you're at a game or you you see somebody you see somebody get hurt you oftentimes are you able to self-diagnose sometimes I bet that's such and such <laughs> absolutely uh, I, I'm my, my wife gets tired of me <laughs> analyzing places and whatnot. yeah it, it's really tough I, I actually as, as my, my side job I'm actually a high school football official so I'm actually on the football field and you know one of our our liability as officials we're not allowed to touch or treat and so it's it's, it's very hard oh, to see some get injured and not want to jump in there but that being said we've got a lot of good uh athletic trainers and doctors that are right on top of them on the field so so what do you do what common do you do any commonwealth district or battlefield district games or you do games around here uh we cover um from the a little bit of prince william all the way down to caroline and from Culpeper all the way to colonial beach is our region so I have to watch for you. You're going to be, are you going to be uh, officiating this fall at, at, at high school football games. I absolutely will be. I put my uh, alter disguise on. I take my glasses off. Oh, okay, okay. So you'll be tougher <laughs> to see. Chris Brown here, the uh, the regional director of therapy with uh, Mary Washington Physical Therapy. When we come back, we're going to we'll jump in and, and, and talk about some of the things that that they offer with uh, Mary Washington Physical Therapy. Good stuff this morning. We'll take a quick break and be back on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Opinions. We've all got them. And we'd like to hear yours on Town Talk. Brought to you by EP Mobility. Here to keep you moving. For daily life, travel, or just having fun, visit goevmobility.com. Text the studio now at 540-371-5756. Here's the host of Town Talk. Chris Brown here this morning, the uh, regional director of therapy with uh, with Mary Washington Therapy. So as we talk about Mary Washington Therapy, Chris, talk, talk about uh, what uh, what's there and what what are some what are what what you cover. So th- therapy covers a lot of things. You know, our particularly the, the six satellite offices that we now operate in evolved out of the uh, Freshburg Orthopedic Associates when they joined with Mary Washington a couple years ago. So. Uh, you think about all your orthopedic cases, all mm-hmm. your muscle and ligament injuries, uh, all that's covered. I mean, we got orthopedic specialists. I, I did mention um, we cover things such as vestibular therapy, which a lot of people know what that means, but that's dizziness and balance, um, you know, uh, struggle with equilibrium. Yeah. Uh, is actually a unique specialty that, that we have therapists that specialize in. Uh, we also have at the rehab. Uh, services actually at the uh, hospital they've got therapists that specialize in neurologic conditions as well as women's health and pelvic floor so i mean really therapy covers a lot of things boy you're not kidding when you just just those just those two the equilibrium and the in just a neurological conditioning you you wouldn't think of that but as as i think of that real quick here i, I can see where that does fall into that but that wouldn't be the first thing that came to mind absolutely i mean really with with therapy uh, if it impairs your mobility or your function, we probably treat it. You know, in, in all all reality, uh, it, like I said, the dis disequilibrium and the balance, obviously, uh, that's the vertigo type stuff, and you know that, that can be severely impairing. I, my brother's a airline pilot, and he had vertigo for one day, and he had to not fly for six months. I was going to say that would because be because of that. Yeah, that'd be a big that'd be a big deal. 
And, yeah, and so he had to get medical treatment and do some uh, uh, rehab vestibular-wise to get things reorganized. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, and I guess you, and I, you, you look at these, the equilibrium and the neurological conditioning ones, just the training that, that they go through for those would be would be much different than, than someone else who's just, you know, doing knees and joints and ligaments and things like that. Absolutely. The, the, the base PT training is the same, but then like we talked about before, when you start doing your continued ed classes and you're doing, you know, one, two, three classes a year, you, you tend to find an area that you're really passionate about mm-hmm. and you, you follow that passion. And so, so yes, you got... Uh, the train that goes straight down the vestibular. You got the train that goes down these uh, neurologic training um, it, it, to help help with the mobility there, as well as the women's health and pelvic floor. There, there's just a lot of different different parts. I did a lot of uh, spine training myself, uh, as well as sports training. is a, a passion of mine. So, but you, you, it, it, the, the the field itself already. I'm I'm sort of I, I'm I'm sort of I'm, I'm surprised right off the bat here that that it is so wide because. You know, I, when I when I saw that the topic we were going to talk physical therapy today, I figured, oh, we'll 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 talk sports injuries, and it the the, the field itself uh, really covers a lot more. Yes, I'll, I'll even throw a plug in for some of our our, our other brethren because you know, the, the public needs to know physical therapists. Uh, they're in the hospital. They come out to the. They do home health. So mm-hmm. when you're when you can't leave the house, the therapists come out to the right. house and treat you. There's therapists in schools. There's therapists in nursing homes. Uh, you know, therapy is, is, is definitely out in a, a lot of different fields that, that people don't realize. Um, but, yes, I mean, it, it, it covers a lot of different areas. We're talking with, uh, with Chris Brown here this morning, uh, the uh, regional director of therapy with, uh, with, with Mary Washington Physical Therapy. I, I guess w- with anything, it, it's, it's always good, especially when in, in, in therapy, to, to get started as soon as you can and, and, and don't wait I think I was telling you off air my my my, uh, my Achilles story from a, from a year ago, and I waited six months, and it was it was miserable, and it just it, it made the it, it made the therapy that much harder because I had a lot of ground to make up, and and a lot of times I think we try to self diagnose things. Yes, that, that's probably one of the biggest things that I fight is people coming in after dealing with something for three months, six months, years even, till people decide that they need to try and find something out. Uh, the reality is, is when an injury is an acute, you know, subacute, just happened within the past few days or few weeks, the the treatment is a lot more successful because we get things changed before the body starts adapting. You know, that, that's a problem when you have a chronic issue you, without realizing it your body starts using other ways of moving and mechanics and you start mm-hmm. putting strain elsewhere and losing strength and flexibility in places you don't even realize that you've lost. Yeah. Yeah, don't 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 I know it. And then I I I was just I was amazed at how weak some body parts were when when we started uh you know doing some exercises, you know, with with ankle and it's, especially my hips were just were were, were it was it was very weak and i hadn't even thought about that yeah we, we talk about the uh, in therapy terms kinetic chain but really it's the when we analyze a, a leg injury an ankle injury a knee injury a hip injury we're looking at the whole part from the back all the way down to the foot and ankle and a, a lot of times uh, one of my very first lessons i learned when i uh, started practicing was called the achilles hip as my uh, mentored uh, ian young the plug out taught me yeah and, and that's where a a tight and weak hip causes more strain to be placed on the Achilles, which leads to these then Achilles tendinosis and tendinitis and the inflammation. 
And, uh, you know, even, even myself, I, I was talking, uh, we're, we're not superhuman. I, I yeah. had a, a tendonitis of my knee that I, I dealt with and I put off and I put off. I was training for a triathlon at the time. And finally, I just complained about it in the office. And finally, one of the therapists dragged me into a side room and uh, this this petite female therapist used one finger and could push my leg right down because my hip was so weak. And I hadn't even realized how yeah. weak I had gotten because the body finds ways and it sneaks up on you. And, and your, your therapist, if you go into a therapist, I guarantee you they're going to find something about you that you did not realize. That's exactly it. That is, and and as, as you, as you tell that story, I, I it just, it brings back bad memories of that. That was, that was me. That, that's when I knew that I really, I really had a problem. And sometimes it does take someone to say, because I had people here saying, well, I wouldn't want to keep limping around like you are for been doing it for six months. And, and, and sometimes it does, it does take a push. But like you say, the, the earlier you do it and, and don't self-diagnose things, the, the, the easier it, it, it will be to go through therapy. Yes. You know, it, it, the, the idea is that you know you're hurt and you don't feel like you could do stuff like that, but that's actually the critical time to get in, so that you know we can address the inflammation and the pain that's going on early, so that your body doesn't start creating these compensation mechanisms that lead to more issues down the road. And so it, it's just, it's a lot easier. I, I love seeing my acute and subacute injuries that I can just address the heart of the issue right off the bat and not have to hunt down these secondary issues and tertiary issues that are now going on. I would think that the, the coming and in, in, in getting uh, services through Mary Washington Physical Therapy, just because of the, the the other family of services through Mary Washington Healthcare is, is a good place for you too, because you, you may have to go in and out of, of, of several disciplines uh, perhaps in your, in, you know, as, as you get better. A hundred percent. That, that is, one of the best things since we transferred uh, over to Mary Washington is that access of information and communication right off the hand. We all use the same medical record system, so a lot of times a primary care and an orthopedist or a neurologist are all involved as well as getting imaging with x-rays and MRIs. And you know, by the time they come to me and I'm doing my evaluation with them, I have immediate access to the notes that those different physicians have written, as yeah. well as even I can pull the x-ray and MRI up and see the radios report and have all that information right there on the moment. And then to turn around, I can reach them communication-wise with a, a push of a button. You mm-hmm. know, I can reach out to any of the doctors if I have a question or a concern or, you know, something I recommend. I, I, the, the communication between the different offices is incredible. I know... Before I started working uh, with Freshwater Orthopedics in Mary Washington, uh, I worked in a, a, a private outpatient office, great, great locations, not, not saying anything against it. I will say the uh, doctor's offices are, are notorious for having fax machines that eat faxes. Yeah. <laughs> As that was what I had to do. I had to fax and place phone calls and fax and phone calls to communicate with outside providers and you know how many times faxes got lost on the machine and and whatnot is, is just innumerable just to be able to call something up on a computer and to like you say to to, to see things boy that, that that's got to be nice I, I, absolutely I, that that uh just being able to have that x-ray and that mri and the radios report supporting what they see in there is, is absolutely uh beneficial so are there, are there times chris where, where you're you're dealing with uh with, with something you know in, in in your case a, a knee or an ankle or something but you notice something else somewhere you know a, a, something else that may not be may may not be you, that you think that the patient needs to have looked at 
Absolutely. I mean, this is one of the, the key courses that I didn't mention earlier that uh, we were talking about is we do get some medical screening background as well. You know, when you bring that up, I, I, I immediately think of a patient I had that was referred to me for back pain. And I, I did my evaluation with, mm-hmm. the pain, with the patient, did all those motions. And at the end of it, it just it didn't feel like a back injury to me. And when I moved his hip around, it was actually his his hip was more the pain producer but even that i mean he was young enough that it shouldn't be arthritis so i it just didn't feel right and so i i referred him back to the referring provider and they went on did the mri of the hip unfortunately they had cancer in the joint actually uh in the the hip joint uh that they were thankfully they were able to pick up and treat earlier that you know that there was no uh indications of this um prior that interesting because I, I was thinking also too because I've heard of cases where, where where people have gone in and they've uh, they've uh, just in, in in doing therapy there've been high blood pressure kinds of things or you, you you see things that that perhaps got overlooked because of the focus on, on whatever the injury was. Yes, I mean you you can see uh, the response to exercise when when people have a, uh, start not responding well medically well Mm -hmm. uh absolutely you can start to identify where there's blood pressure or blood sugar issues um you know and uh that that's just in in general uh throughout uh also also just within the same system like we kind of talked about before there's many times i'll be working with a patient who has say plantar fasciitis on the bottom of their foot yeah and as i'm evaluating it i the, the the chain actually leads me up to uh, possibly a nerve compression in the lumbar spine that I then can refer back and say, hey, look, you need to get your lumbar spine checked out because we can address what's in the foot, but unless we address what's up here, uh, it's not going to stay. Well, that is interesting. You, know, you you do have to have a lot of a, a, a lot of training in a lot of different areas to be able to see those kind of things to, to even refer them back. Yes, it, it is it definitely have to have a, a an open mindset of looking at the whole patient. Uh, I, I can't stress this enough to all, all my therapists when I bring them in that, you know, consider the whole patient, consider, listen to everything they say. You know, I, I tell patients to tell me too much information. A lot of times patients tell me what's wrong without them not realizing, not using medical terminology. But a lot of times they tell me based on what they're saying. And, and sometimes it's activities that they didn't really uh, relate to the the injury being part of the, the, the scenario that kind of paints a picture of what's going on and, and can identify the whole patient in that regards it's, in, it's interesting i never even thought of that but you know hearing what they you know just just some throwaway comment about not sleeping well or having a having some pain at night or during the day or something and you're able to to put you put a put two and two together there yeah i, I you know i just had a a patient i was talking uh it just happened to be seems like everything looks for me we do treat that for me too but this particular patient was a knee patient and um, she mentioned that she's getting popping in her hip joint. Yeah. You know, not painful or anything. And then as we looked into it and explored a little bit more, sure enough, there was a, a hip dysfunction that's causing, causing her knee to be not in the right place as she did activities, causing the stress to show up on the knee. So a lot of times uh, what we find is there's a, a joint that's, that's doing too much and compensating and that's where the pain and people recognize that. But there's mm-hmm. a joint uh, above or below which is not moving enough and not doing its job. That's leading to that painful joint being strained. Interesting. If, if somebody wants to get a hold of uh, Mary Washington uh, Physical Therapy, what's what's the best way to do that? 
Uh, so, so each of our offices have their individual phone numbers. Uh, I, I recommend the best place to go to the Mary Washington website so, where they okay. can search for the therapy and you can find all the different uh, localities there. I will say with our with our offices, if you accidentally call the wrong office, just make sure you let them know where you're wanting to go and they can directly They'll connect you, you there, there. And, and even potentially schedule you there. Chris Brown, the Regional Director of Therapy with Mary Washington Physical Therapy, is uh, with us this morning. Quick break, and uh, we will uh, continue along this morning on News Talk 1230 WFVA. It's 832. I uh, had the radio on. I'm listening to... Talk done right. News Talk 1230 WFVA Fredericksburg, a centennial broadcasting station. You're listening to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Brought to you by EP Mobility. Here to keep you moving. For daily life, travel, or just having fun, visit goevmobility.com. Got a question for today's guest? Text the studio now at 540-371-5756. Here's the host of Town Talk. Ted Schubert. Mary Washington Physical Therapy, our focus this morning. Chris Brown is here, the uh, regional director of, of physical therapy. You said what you did, six satellite locations? That's, is that what you said in the last segment? That is correct. So we have six satellite cl- clinics as of Monday next week. Uh, is, the sixth one is opening up. So we have okay. a new clinic opening up on Monday. Uh, we have three that, for those that are familiar with Fresh with Orthopedic Associates, there were our original three clinics on those. And since then, uh, Mary Washington's had the, uh, given us the benefit to expand our services. So now we have a standalone clinic over with the urgent care uh, in South Stafford on Stafford Lakes. And early this summer, we opened a office down in Ruther Glen, where uh, the Mary Washington Medical Group has a family practice. And... Coming up next week, we are opening a new one here in Spotsylvania County uh, off Car Drive, which for most people don't know where Car Drive is. It's over in the Four Mile Fork area. Okay. Uh, over by Fredericksburg Academy. Oh, yeah. I know, exa- I, know, I know exactly where that 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 is at. And, boy, and, and, and having those kind of satellite locations, people, you don't have to drive as far, and you're getting, in, in, in most cases, someone can pick one that's close to them. Yes. we When we opened the, the one down in Ladysmith and Ruther Glen, uh, we, we called some of the, the patients that were living in Caroline County ready to come up to our offices up in North. Yeah. And, hey, you know, we're, we're open down here now. And the number of times I had people come and go, oh, I was so glad you called us and let us know that, that you're here. This is way more convenient than driving all the way up to Fredericksburg. And, you know, it, it just it definitely gives a lot more opportunity and locations for, for patients to be able to find the therapy at. Do, do people need to have a, a, a referral to, 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 to come to Mary Washington Physical Therapy? How, how does someone set up an appointment? Sure. That, it's a little bit of a loaded question. The, the State Practice Act now actually allows patients to come directly to a physical therapist through direct access. Okay. Uh, however, the problem with that is is a, a lot of insurances don't actually reimburse for it. Though. I was going to ask so you about that. There's still some, yeah. some kinks and there's some things you have to work through. So although it's doable, I highly recommend having a referral from uh, a physician or, or a PA or a, pro- a proper referring provider um, in order. I, I, I will say that there's a just to eliminate some of the confusion. Sometimes patients will come in from the ortho with a, a order for physical therapy and we have to tell them they have to have a referral from their primary care physician. And again, this is just some of those things that some insurances are, are particular about. And mm-hmm. it's not it's not anything uh, bad. They just have to contact their primary care physician to also write a PT order, in essence, in those cases. But that's a small, very small part of the population. If you call the, the front office, any of the clinics, they, they will gladly uh, – 
take you through that process. I see. Yeah, walk through. As, as soon as I asked it, I, I thought I'm sure insurance play, plays a role here because you're going to run into some cases where you always hate to see that when you get to, when you get something back from the insurance company that says this wasn't pre-approved or something like that. Uh, of course, and it's we we have uh, ladies. Uh, and gentlemen specialize in, in looking into the insurance verification before we start therapy to get the, the benefits. So if there's ever any questions, you can just ask. Uh, I mean, we go through it, but sometimes that's, you know, there's a lot of information at your first visit, of course. Yeah. So at any time you can just ask and we'll gladly let you know what the insurance told us they cover. And, you know, some of them require those pre-authorizations and we can let you know what the authorization is there. Um, but we definitely have people looking into that constantly to, to try to avoid those scenarios where, you know, the insurance comes back and says, well, that wasn't covered, obviously. What has the coronavirus been like for, for I mean, for, for everybody, it's been a nightmare. But I would think with, with, with what you do, especially because just because of your so, physical therapy is about being hands on. Yes, it, it definitely threw a wrench in everything, as with everybody. And in the beginning, we, we we made some adjustments right off the bat. We, you know, we we're still learning what it means and whatnot. But one of the things that I, I always like to stress to my patients is, you know, physical therapy and especially in the hospital system, you know, before COVID, infection control's always been an important part. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're we're wiping down the equipment between uses of, of uh, patients. We're washing our hands between each each patient. Now, obviously, the, the coronavirus made us a little bit more aware of that, and then we did make some adjustments trying to, you know, where we have the most uh, people normally around in the gym. We try to space those pieces of equipment around the gym so that we don't have congregation in one spot and try and get, you know, get people spaced out there. Um, but at the end of the day, when, when the coronavirus hit, uh, we found out even within that, that first four weeks in that April and May time frame, you know, when it was really bad or when it first came out and just, just known, uh, we still had a lot of people that wanted to get into physical therapy and needed to get into therapy right? because it's important for you to still care for your, for your body, you know, and there's more than just the coronavirus when it comes to caring for yourself. So it is important for people to get in. So we certainly offered that. And even to this day, I, I tell people I have some patients that come in and they're, they're really concerned. And so they don't really want to be in as much to the therapy and come into the clinic as often. And if that's the case, you know, we'll do our best we can with you. I mean, just let your therapist know if you've got, got significant concerns along that way, we'll adapt the plan of care. You know, it does mean you're going to have more homework that you're going to have to do on your own. Uh, and it, it does take away a few of the treatments, but we can still do some good uh, with you, if, even if we have to adapt the plan of care. Don't put it off. I mean, I, just like with, with any of these kind of things, if, if, you, if you think you've got something wrong, despite the times we're living in right now, don't put it off. Yeah, don't 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 put it off because, like we talked about earlier, it, it's going to lead to more issues down the line, and, and a, lot, a lot of times it leads to, especially if you're avoiding the coronavirus and you have physical limitations, it means you're going to be more immobile, and it, you know that that's about the worst thing that can happen as the body just starts really debilitating. Then I am sure that you all having to deal with masks and even the the people dealing with masks because some. Some therapy does involve some being active and all, and I'm sure that has taken some getting used to. Yes, it's absolutely a challenge uh, because we do we do still uh, wear masks, both the providers and the patients uh, in, in the facilities, um, and, and certainly some people that that can be a struggle, and, and we do have to adapt our our plans uh, accordingly when we need to. Um, 
so yeah, it, it definitely is a little more challenge and awareness. Push, Chris, I'm sure in the, in, in the early days of this, though, when, when when we all were trying to figure it out, I'm sure you guys were all sitting around and just saying, "How you know, how are we going to do this?" When we, we, we and, and especially in the early days when you just didn't know how everything was being transmitted. Exactly. We, we there is a lot of caution. There is a lot of therapists that weren't comfortable necessarily coming into the clinic for our own health. Because, sure. I mean, we're, we're exposing ourselves to a lot of people yeah. on, on a frequent basis. And uh, we really had to look at, at what we do. And we had to be confident, like I said, in the things that we already did for infection control, that we already were on top of cleaning and we were on top of our hand hygiene and making sure that, you know, we're, 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 we're doing that. And it's just a matter of being more aware um, and, and into self-monitoring if any th- symptoms came up and, uh, you know, we'd address that. But it, it definitely, it, it, without the knowing early on, there was a lot of stress. And um, for a while, we, we spaced our appointments out a little bit more. The problem there is we got backed up. Patients were waiting, even even in the middle of COVID, four weeks, you know, at, at points of even up to five weeks to get into therapy because we, we spaced things out so much and we didn't have any means patients coming in so yeah it's definitely is a very hard challenge balancing the concerns and and being aware of what we needed to do with still providing the care and the quality of care that we want to give to the patients you mentioned a few minutes ago homework and i already confessed to you that when i did physical therapy uh earlier this year and late last year i was terrible i was I, w- I was terrible and if you had been my therapist i think you would have been totally frustrated with me that's got to be I – mean, I look back on it now and think I probably could have sped up the time I did physical therapy if I had just done even half of what I did. Yes. You're not the only one in that boat by any means. Uh, <laughs> I, I told you earlier that, that uh, I had ACL reconstruction on both my knees. You know, I'm, I'm a veteran physical therapist. You know what I did? I scheduled myself with PT, Carrie uh, Coyle, shout out to my, my, physical ther- my personal physical therapist to help me rehab and – just to make sure I stayed on top of things because it is, yeah. it's, it's very hard. It's easy when you're, when you're first going through and you're like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this. It's going to be yep. a problem. And then life sets in mm-hmm. and, and it's not so easy. And, and so it, it definitely becomes more of a challenge. I know uh, for myself, I really, at least in the beginning for the first several weeks, I really try to keep the homework to uh, three to four exercises because that's again, research showed yeah. that if I gave, three exercises, there's an 85% chance people are going to do them. I give four, it goes down to about 75%. If I give five exercises, it drops down to about 25% chance people are going to do yeah. them. So there's where that research comes in. So I, I really try to, personally, I try to focus in there. Now there's times we have to ask for more out of our patients, but I just try to stress that, you know, this is very important and why. But that, th- th- those, those statistics you just gave are right on because as I, as, as things got more and more to me, and you're, and you're right. I mean, you know, I was told you know, you can do these exercises while you're watching TV at night. And again, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, sure, I can do that. And then you go and you do that, and it, it, it starts getting harder. And you just think, I let's let's instead of doing three sets, I would do one set, and then maybe just two or three times, and just say that's good. Yes, I I, I always I, I warn my patients up front too that there's a very good chance at the end of therapy, I'm going to leave you with some what I call quote lifer exercises. Yes. And, and I've got some myself. I got one for my neck, my mid back and my low back. And I, and I just, I stress tied into a routine. So I go, 
I get into my, my PJs, I brush my teeth, I do my three exercises, I go to bed. And so that's, I just, I tie it to a routine okay. so that it, that it gets a, a consistent basis. I like that idea because it, it, it just did never, it never worked for me to, to do it in, 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 in front of TV and something like that. So I like that, you know, as far as, you know, make a routine out of it and do it that way. Yeah, and and I, I'll let you know your therapist knows too, if you've been doing your homework or not. Because uh, it, 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 it definitely, it, it plays a huge role. I mean, if, if we're talking about spending two to three hours a week in the clinic, yeah. how many hours a week outside of the clinic is spent then? And, and you know, you can only balance, you, you can only do so much in that time. It's really about, you know, that, that, that commitment. So, but we, we can tell when, when you do or don't do them. Uh, now, so. with the, 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 the ones of standing on one leg in, in the timing, <laughs> that's when I would see whenever... The, Whenever the stopwatch came out, I knew that that was going to be a problem that I hadn't done the I had not done the work to, to strengthen it. But you do see, on the weeks that I did do it, I, I could tell that there was that there that there was some difference. But it was just the motivation. Yeah, we're we're constantly observing and testing, and, and we're we're looking for where progressions are made so that we can continue, so we can go further with it. Yeah, uh, and, and we see where things don't make progress, and uh, we try to revisit those and restress those. Sometimes we have to come up with a new idea, but. Uh, yes, it, it's it's critical for that overall progression. Chris Brown here, the Regional Director of Therapy for Mary Washington Physical Therapy. Good stuff this morning. Quick break, and we'll uh, conclude on News Talk 1230 WFVA. This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Brought to you by EV Mobility. Here to keep you moving for daily life, travel, or just having fun, visit GoEVMobility.com. Miss an episode of Town Talk? No problem. Just subscribe to the Town Talk podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, the host of Town Talk, Ted Schubert. Chris Brown, the Regional Director of uh, Therapy for Mary Washington Physical Therapy in this morning. Chris, I wish you'd been here a year ago because I think I was, I was totally intimidated by the thought of going to physical therapy and doing all this and what was going to be expected. And you're just a, a nice, regular guy here. <laughs> And I think if if you had been here a year ago, I would have been in physical therapy last August instead of November. Absolutely. You know, uh, physical therapy, uh, a lot of times people come in and say PT is pain and torture, but it's not. You know, I mean, yes, there is some discomfort with some exercises, but at the end, it's not pain and torture. When you come into the offices, it's caring. You're going to see a lot of people that care about you. And, and they're going to give you an environment that's that's fun and relaxing, not not uh, intimidating or anything along those lines. A lot of people around here do a lot of commuting, whether it's north or just even sitting in traffic on, on Route 3 or 610 or wherever wherever you're at. Anything you, we can do in our car to stay, stay you know, for, for exercises to help us? Absolutely. I get those, those patients that drive, commute for an hour, sit behind a desk for eight hours, and then commute back for an hour. A lot of sitting. Uh, so right off the bat, I'm going to assume that the listeners are sitting with good posture with their tailbone all the way back in the chair, a good lumbar support and the seat upright. Uh, and after that, we so, all are sitting up here in the studio. <laughs> uh, after that, you know, my, my quick exercises, I do a neck exercise where it's kind of like a, a chin tuck. Uh, the best way I tell my patients is pretend the ugliest person in the world is coming to give you a kiss. So you go straight backwards. Oh, okay. And then second one for the mid-back, you squeeze the shoulder blades together, stick your chest out. And then, then for the low back, you can roll your hips back and forth to, to create that motion in the lum- lower lumbar spine. Because obviously when you're sitting a lot and commuting yeah. and driving a lot, spine's a big deal. 
those are easy to do and i and uh especially when you're sitting in traffic instead of getting all tense and everything you can do some of those things absolutely uh they're, they're simple easy ones that you can do anywhere and i will throw out the quick caveat of course if it causes pain you know don't do it check with someone on that well and like we said uh a little bit earlier um COVID times or not, uh, when, when you when when you need physical therapy or you think you do, you need to have that that kind of thing checked out, and don't put it off. Yeah, mo- mobility in life is, is key for longevity. Um, I mean, you got to stay mobile. You got to stay functional. If, if you're if you're not able to do something that you used to be able to do that you feel like you should be able to, but there's something holding you back, check. There, there probably is something that we can uh, address and work on. Well, and, and as, as we talked about earlier, just the, the, the changes in the field, that the th- things that, uh, you know, years ago that, that our grandparents just had to live with, we don't have to do that anymore in most cases. Exactly. I, I don't know how many times I, I have patients tell me that, you know, well, my mother or my father was just like that. And uh, and uh, in my mind, I'm not going to say I'm correct, uh, you know, things along those lines. But the reality is if we address it now, we address it early, uh, it, you don't have to accept it. Um, I mean, certainly there are some conditions we can't change, but there's a lot of things that we can. And if you don't ask, then it's always no. If you do ask, hey, we might be able to help you. This has been interesting. It's been it's been fun talking about this, and I and I and I do think that for 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 some, just the thought of physical therapy sometimes is just a it, it's it's an intimidating thought. It doesn't have to be, and it it, it in most cases is gonna, is going to make your your life feel a lot better. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's all about getting you better. I mean, that, that's our goal: decrease you know help decrease pain, improve function. Like I said, you're going to you're going to find people that really care about you. They're going to listen to you. They're going to listen to what your concerns, what your limitations are, even even your fear over physical therapy, for that matter. Um, we're going to listen to you and, and you're going to have something that, that you're going to feel they care about you right off the bat. And they're, they're, they're going to help you. And you're a nice guy. You're a nice guy. And, and the people that work for you would be the same thing. So don't don't be intimidated. Don't tell my patients that. <laughs> Chris Brown, the uh, Regional Director of uh, Therapy for Mary Washington Physical Therapy. And again, if, if people are interested in, in, in finding out, just go to the go to the Mary Washington uh, website, look for physical therapy, and uh, all the information is right there. Absolutely. Chris, thank you. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. I, I enjoyed it. Have a good day. Chris Brown, the uh, uh, Regional Director of Therapy for Mary Washington Physical Therapy. That is it. Thank you for listening. See you in the morning. On News Talk 1230 WFDA, brought to you by EV Mobility, here to keep you moving. For daily life, travel, or just having fun, visit GoEVMobility.com. The views expressed by the host and guests on this program are their own and not necessarily those of this station, its management, or Centennial Broadcasting. Hear Town Talk anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. The Glenn Beck Program is next on News Talk 1230 WFBA. I'm Bob Sizemore, retired pastor of Fairview Baptist Church, and I'd like for you to put aside the problems of the day and think about God for a moment. Are you facing some very difficult, maybe even frightening problems? If so, listen to these encouraging words from Scripture. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. 
Whatever you are facing, take it to God in prayer. And don't forget, include the good things, the happy things that God has blessed you with. Give Him thanks. Directly or indirectly, He is the source of all of our blessings. Broadcasting from the Richmond to D.C. HelpHonor.com studios, this is News Talk 1230 WFVA Fredericksburg, a centennial broadcasting station. It's 9 o'clock. 